This is 88.5 WFDD, public radio for the Piedmont. I'm David Ford. It was just over six months ago when a tragedy amplified deep issues within the Greensboro community. A kitchen fire quickly swept through a low-rent apartment there, claiming the lives of five young children, siblings who were refugees from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. But the circumstances leading up to the fire live on in the fractured lives of the surviving parents and in their adopted community. Questions linger in the first of our five-part series, Unsafe Haven. This back-alley parking lot, riddled with potholes and broken glass, is behind a sprawling, spartan, 42-unit apartment complex. Cars wind their way between overflowing dumpsters and bands of young refugee children from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. While their parents are off working long shifts at factories and poultry processing plants many miles away, these kids are left largely unsupervised, zooming up and down the dirty sidewalk on makeshift scooters and occasionally onto one of the city's most heavily trafficked intersections, Cone Boulevard and Summit Avenue. On a hot afternoon at the Summit Cone Apartments, a few older adults huddle in the barren courtyard, periodically looking on from their seats on the red clay beneath a few scrawny shade trees. Across the way, in clear view of the group, plywood boards cover the blackened windows and rear door of Apartment G. This is the site of the early morning fire of May 12th that swept through the home of Mugabu Emmanuel and his wife, Faraha Lucy. A warning, the audio from the 911 call you're about to hear from the scene of that fire may be disturbing to some listeners. What is the address of your room? The address is... Hello? I need the address. I need the address of your emergency. For weeks after the fire that claimed five young lives, the front entrance here was covered with weathered sympathy cards, balloons, and handwritten notes. Today, the only reminder is the charred brick facade and soot-stained pillars. The fire department conducted dozens of interviews. It took months to investigate the unit's circuit breakers, smoke alarms, and stovetop burners, Finally, the cause of the fire was determined, accidental due to unattended cooking. But the final report also states that certainty may not be an absolute or without any doubts, and accusations of a faulty stove, burners that would not shut off for hours, and an inattentive landlord continue to swirl. If the landlord can't respond to what you need, is terrible. It's like the landlord is killing you, okay, little by little. That's Louis Mashengo. His friends Mugabu and Faraha are still too devastated by their loss to discuss it with media. But Mashengo is speaking out about living conditions at Summit Cone. The former educator is soft-spoken, fluent in several languages, and a leader in the African community here. His cell phone is practically attached to his hand, constantly texting and advising local residents, sometimes, he says, until 2 or 3 in the morning. Much of the advice Mashango offers comes from hard lessons he's learned from personal experience battling the landlord since his arrival here two years ago. 
He says he complained to property managers for weeks about foul odors at his apartment, and nothing happened. After two months, he and four other tenants signed a petition requesting that all 42 Summit Cone units be inspected. It arrived at the city's code compliance office, inspectors were dispatched, and they soon discovered major problems in his basement. It was too hard to prepare food here because of bad smelling. We tried, okay, sometimes you have to go and buy fresh air, but you are doing that, you are using your money for nothing. The money that maybe you could keep, okay, for other issue, but we have to do it for fresh air because of what? because of the bad condition. And sometimes the deworms was coming from the basement. Yeah, because this basement was full of the sewage. Mashango, like most of his countrymen, fled a brutal civil war and lived for years in refugee and asylum situations in surrounding African nations. And with little or no freedom of movement, access to land or legal employment, he waited for his chance at a better life. In 2016, Mashango and dozens of Congolese refugees like him arrived in Greensboro, penniless, with limited English, and little grasp of the vastly different culture he encountered. The Summit Cone Apartments are owned by Bill, Sophia, and Basil Agapian and managed by Arco Realty. WFDD reached out to the Agapians on multiple occasions to request interviews for this story. Those requests were denied, but finally a written statement was provided through their attorney's office. It says many of the criticisms aren't true and don't tell the whole story, and it reiterates that the Greensboro Fire Department concluded that the fire was a result of unattended cooking by tenants. It goes on to say that Arco Realty will continue to work to provide safe, affordable housing and to improve and maintain the properties it manages. At Rankin Elementary School in Greensboro, Emily Wright was a school social worker. She provided guidance and support for Mugabu Emmanuel, Faraha Lucy, and their children from their first day of school. Wright says this is a story she feels personally. One was a first grader and the other was a second grader. They were little girls. When they came into the school, they didn't have backpacks. They didn't have appropriate school clothing. They would be wearing pajamas and cowboy boots. And so I got to know the families and... This family has suffered. They have suffered unimaginably, and they continue to suffer. Louis Mashengo says the Emanuels and the children's grandparents moved from Summit Cone following the tragedy and won't go back. He says it pains him to send photos of his current surroundings home. The way people, they treat America, they treat America that is on top. But when you send a picture, oh, oh my gosh, no, this is not America, you know. Because honestly, I can say, okay, in Africa I found some city they are more beautiful than here. But it's in Africa. Mashango packs up his car and gets ready to help some friends find new apartments nearby. He'll serve as a translator and help with the necessary paperwork. Mashango has adapted to his new environment and says he's determined to lift up his fellow refugees from the DR Congo in their new home, Greensboro, North Carolina. For WFDD News, I'm David Ford.